Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Shopping's we begin Girls on my talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mother Harmony, who is just looking just adorable today. I see we oh. have the blue uh eyewear theme going to match the pinstripe in your pants. Yes. <laughs> Lovely how you're pulling that through. Trying to trying to make a statement that I belong on Shop Girls. I see. Well, that is good for radio. Yeah. Yep. Good branding for sure. <laughs> Thank um, you. I located one of your friends, Mom. You located one of them. I did, friends. and I thought I finally you have a friend. No, you have many friends, but I don't. Maybe you already know this, but I didn't. Um, so we all know you're a fan of iBobs, yes. or you were anyway. And um, one of the opticians at their headquarters location was Jason. Jason, right? Right. He designed he helped, a lot of the glasses. Yes, designed. Helped. Where you. is he? He is at Warby Parker in the North. Warby Parker. Is that right? Yes, indeed. So he... Is he working on designs at all? Or don't you know? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, Warby Parker is a big company. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? Knowing Jason, maybe he'll work his way up. Yeah. But... I walked in there yesterday. I had actually a nice little North Loop Friday afternoon outing with my husband. Oh. Because we went to Bonobos. We made a little field trip to Bonobos. I got to tell you, you know, it really is nice to just walk into. I am so I remember the very first time I went to a Bonobo store in New York and I was not yet wrapping my head around the whole go in to this showroom, but yeah. you cannot leave with you any merchandise. With and I was so like, wait, what? Yeah. Why? Now I'm all about it. It is the best thing. How long because- does it take to get what you order? few days oh, it's in okay. the mail no no time at all but it, but it was like he had been looking at a few things but i know he's a tough i'm like why don't we just go there just figure out are you an athletic are you a standard are you whatever like let's just I'm get sure he the sizes he's an well it turns out he's not <laughs> that's another story <laughs> Um, but anyway, so it was just, it was a great experience. So we did that, went into Warby Parker because I've been looking for some glasses, having a little bit of a crisis, suddenly, you know, meeting. Eyes aren't quite the same, Oh my God. Anyway, there he is, your friend Jason from iBobs, who I think a lot of people know in this town because he's been in the eyewear business for so long. Yeah. With Warby Parker. And it was so delightful. So did he help you? Because I just told my husband, basically, you, you don't even need to weigh in because Jason's here and I know that he'll give me an honest answer if these look good or not and then i wanted him to call in but now that he's part of like a big company we got to get permission so we're going to get permission and then hopefully because i was thinking about the fact that we've had a few questions lately from people about eyewear shape and what to look for for, to fit your face and i thought we need like an actual expert to answer right 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 so So we'll we'll get him but i just wanted to tell you that that's where he's working i'm glad to hear that but here's my other question about warby parker because i just got an email from them too that i haven't looked at yet um you're reminding me that they can send me five pair you know yeah in the mail they've always that. done that well, sure well i'm just saying yeah that's yeah what they're saying they can do sure so my question is though do they have any cute ones now 
because I feel the the reason I had become such an iBobs person is because of all the bright colors and fun glasses, mm-hmm. not just shape wise. So they are not with you on the bright colors. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, that's the thing. thing. Everything they've got is just like tortoise. Um, How many tortoise you glasses know, Mom, can I have? I hate to tell you, we we know you have your own spin. That's why everybody loves you. Mm. Most people do not want to wear bright colored glasses. A few do. Andrew me? Zimmern wears orange. Who? Andrew just, Zimmern oh, has and always worn and orange. Al, and, and he Al got him from iBobs, too. Well, Al Roker. And I, and oh, I looked up. What I does think, Al Roker wear? You know, I've got her. I looked it up, and now I can't remember. I have to check. They weren't inexpensive. But the brand was not inexpensive. No, it was not. But he's got great bright blue and he's got orange. He's got great glasses. Huh. Okay. So there are a few of us around who. Um, Yeah. No, I think the bright color thing is hard to find. But I will say, like, they had just introduced their new fall collection, Warby Parker, and they had. Um, like a deep, it wouldn't be for you, but I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't black or brown. It was like a deep kind of like red sort of color, like, you know, looked good. I mean, I actually liked it on my face with my hair color, mm-hmm. but I didn't get it. But, um, get- and I, I got two pairs. Oh. Really? I did. These well, are, here's these the new with deal. Your reading uh, correction. Right. The, yeah. They're telling me I need separate glasses for close and distance. I'm like, I thought that this is the point at which one Why merges. Why can't you get progressive? It's a long oh. story. It's a long story. Okay. Anyway, but you know, so if I have to buy two, the, the hard thing was deciding which for which. But anyway, I they one of them is sort of like a has a green tint to it. Oh. Like a deep, you know. Okay. Um, and then the other one is like a a very bold tortoise shell that my husband might not be able to look at me in because he likes symmetry and it's asymmetrical. Oh well, we can't worry. <laughs> That's true with him like, with everything with and blouses so that close. I stood there with three people who work at Warby Parker. <laughs> And we all looked at each other and we're like, whatever. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. No, it really doesn't. But the best, best, best thing that happened, and I just, I can't, you know, when you have a really good shopping experience and everybody is so helpful really and nice, exciting. it really is such a good feeling. Yep. Um, I've had this one pair of glasses from there that I've like never been able to get adjusted quite right. Right. They yeah. always bothered me. And as a result, I really don't wear them very much. And it kills me. It's like a total waste of money. And for some reason, I'm talking to this optician and she seemed really with it and smart and i was like you know i this this one pair she's like well let me see them she made an adjustment that i think might have finally done Ooh, it what do you think and she I'm gonna, did i don't know she said it was magic oh, but she okay. she did an adjustment and i said to her i'm like i swear to god i'm taking this to the top i'm writing a letter to neil blumenthal who founded the darn oh. company and letting him know because this is like i mean it just feels so good when well, something yes. gets Fixed. I thought you had a pair of tortoise glasses. Already. I have a couple, but there you yeah. can always use another. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I haven't gotten new glasses in a long time. Different shape, different size, different color. Yeah. But I don't know. We should go on a mission and try to find you new bright colored I ones. I need yellow. Yellow? Really? Yeah, I would like yellow. Really? I think so. That if is I've, very ballsy. Most people ooh. would not wear yellow glasses. Well, but I don't like, like, I've seen it, iBobs. They have, it's sort of, they call it yellow, but it's really gold, you know, and it's not like a, um, opaque color. Yeah, it's just sort of in a plastic kind of. Okay. Thing All right. Well, so. let's figure this out. We'll yeah. we'll find a place for you, or we'll just get you on the design team at iBob's. See if we can. They could use me, maybe. Right. Yeah. Now. Maybe they could. Uh-huh. 
Um, hey, I just wanted to put this out there right at the start because it's happening today. A grand opening for a place that I can't wait to go check out. Have you heard about this, Mom? It's called Cry Baby Clay. Do you think you're going to find your Patrick Swayze there? Is that why you're... Maybe. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) hey, I was definitely thinking maybe I want to take a class. Well, So, Katie Cameron, this is like one of those little pandemic gems. She was a ceramic artist, Mm -hmm. never thought she would do it as a day job, had a job in the service industry, but when she was laid off, she decided, you know what? Maybe this could be a thing. And so she started doing um, sculpt-it-yourself clay kits. You know, so many of these products, remember a year and a half ago when we were like, oh, how smart. You know, Larissa Loden is doing the take-home jewelry kit because we're all like looking for stuff to do. Well, some of these kits that came out of the pandemic are now becoming actual businesses. And that's the case with this. So she was doing these uh, sculpt-it-yourself clay kits um, that she would like deliver to people. She did it right off of Instagram. And it went so well that she decided to open her own studio. She said, before I thought pottery would always be just my hobby job, but now it's become her day job. It's called Crybaby Clay. And today today. is the grand opening. Okay, So they have like special stuff going on. I think they're going to have food and demonstrations. And um, it's at 4141 Minnehaha Avenue in, in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep. And it's going on all day. But I will say it did cross my mind because she is doing private events and she is teaching. And I don't know. Maybe you could have your Patrick Swayze moment. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Buy, or by the or kiln. Maybe Whoopi Goldberg will show up one <laughs> or the other. <laughs> one or the other. But um, it's a it's a studio. So, I mean, if you want to learn or if you just want to buy, um, you know, pretty things, you can. She's got great vases, bright colors, mom. Oh, I yeah. Mean, really cute planters and um, dishes and just she does these cool like terracotta bumpy planters that look so great with a um, cactus. Oh, sure. So if you were going, oh, you could fun. go over to Mother and get uh, like a beautiful plant and then put it in one of these to terracotta the planters. Yeah, not to your yeah, mother. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then put it in one of these, and you'd have like a great, totally local um, gift that would be very memorable. That would be very. That's fun. That's yes, a good indeed. idea. So, all right, something to do to, on this uh, rainy Saturday. When we get back, um, let's talk a little bit. Let's update the Dayton's project because there's been so much news. Yeah. So let's see if we can sort that <laughs> we out. Can follow it. And the list of top 100 retailers is out, and you might be surprised by some of the ones that are on it. So we'll talk about that next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, um, the news has been coming out fast and furious in the last few weeks about the Dayton's Project, which is the long-anticipated new uh, development of what was the old Dayton's department store, most recently Macy's department store. And probably by the time they figure it out, Maybe Eric Dayton will just say, you know what, heck with it, and let's just have it be Dayton's again. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah, I don't think that's really in the cards Well, at this I'd like point. it to be. I but mean, I, I'm I sorry. Was... I read this, and I can't begin to understand what is going on. 
Well, I was going to say, I mean, so there's been a lot of news, unfortunately, not the kind of news that they would want. And I mean, look, you have to feel for the developers who, you know, spent a lot of money to buy this property. And, you know, it's more than a million square feet. And I mean, this was going on long before the pandemic and they were on track and it was just about ready. And the leasing wasn't going super fast, but it might have had a chance. And then pandemic pandemic. and then um massive disruptions downtown and in the interim so if i can just really dumb it down yeah could you because i have to say burl gilliard uh twin cities business reporter senior writer extraordinaire thank goodness yeah i mean the man can read a lawsuit or an earnings report like nobody i know he does oh my amazing so i think he did of all the stories i've seen not that i'm at all biased but if you go to tcbmag.com he did a great job of kind of laying out what's going on so basically there is a company that um has acquired a loan, which happens. You you might happen to you know like if you ever have had a student loan okay. or or oh, whatever. Somebody else may buy you, that loan. Right, you might get oh. a letter in the mail saying that your loan from ABC okay. is now owned by XYZ, oh, and you're like, I hate okay, that. But, yeah. but it does. Okay, but that happens, right? Yeah. And so they were able to buy this this group called Monarch Alternative Capital was able to buy up the loan for um for the project from the company that's been developing it which is 601W companies okay. um and they and so they are now fighting them because they're they're saying well they defaulted on it well duh i mean how are they supposed to pay? they don't have anybody in the building yes. but so basically there there's now this lawsuit where 601 the, the group that was developing it and i believe is well intended i mean they want to make this amazingly yeah. cool project and have it be successful it's in everybody's best interest but they're saying look how are we supposed to you're you're making things that much more difficult right this was already challenging sure. and now it's that much more difficult so they're going to court over this whole thing because if they take control who knows what's gonna happen well could the could the whole thing go bust you no mean? i don't think it would go bust it's just that it could fall into other hands and who knows what their intention is so i mean it could be taken away from the people who've invested all of these millions oh. of dollars and years now to get it built but one interesting note for the shop girls audience out of this um, is that uh, the so we've known some things on the down low, you know, that, you know, obviously behind the scenes and behind all these lawsuits is a team of people who are trying to lease the space, who are right. trying to plan events, who I told you, remember a few weeks ago that I, I went to a fashion show yes, on the rooftop, which thing. was amazing. I mean, yeah. the space is ready to go, right? Yeah, it looks um, beautiful. So anyway, but they haven't announced anything good that's going on, which I, frankly, you know, I, it, putting my editor's hat on, I'm like, look, guys, wouldn't it be nice to have some pot? Why aren't you talking about the things you're doing? It seems like you'd want that good news out there. Well, they haven't announced it, but in the lawsuit, Burl Gilliard sussed out this detail that they say plans for the Dayton's project to host a maker's market I knew that. of 50 temporary vendors for the holiday season starting November 15th 
could be jeopardized by the defendant's actions. And that's one of the things that the developers are saying. Look, you're putting everything that we're trying to do in jeopardy by make it right. So anyway, the point is, what you can take from that is they are moving forward on plans for a maker's market, which would bring a whole bunch of local vendors downtown and like an ultimate awesome market to, it would be so great for the holiday season and we know we couldn't talk about it but now it's out there yeah. not the way it should have been out there but it's out there the other thing that's very upsetting to me is he wrote here that their proposed foreclosure could jeopardize the iconic property in a number of ways they could even remove the date and name well, I that mean, what they're saying, upsetting. well, right. I mean, the point is, it's like this big bully is coming in yeah. and saying we can Why you know, take over well, money, <sighs> money. So anyway, um, who, nobody knows what this monarch group's intention is. Are they doing this? You know, just to to try to are they doing it because they want to flip the property? Are they doing it because they really want to run it? We we don't really and nobody know. from monarch is really. Given I mean, any information. Well, I mean, you know, you can you can read between the lines of what they've done with other properties. And I mean, this is the way they do business. This is what they do. This is what they do. This is how they make money. So we'll oh, see. It's unfortunate. Upsetting. Hopefully it will all get sorted out and we can get back to thinking about, you know, good things for that property and, um, you know, who's going to come in. Meanwhile, I don't know if you saw the news yesterday that Target is saying that their um, executives, that people who work down town at headquarters they are like the largest downtown employer that they now don't have to go back through the end of the year till january yeah they're going to start a little bit in september and some areas will be open but yeah they're opening like public spaces in their office you know so that because i think there are some people who are like we need to have some meetings yeah We, we would like to actually have a place where we can meet but for the most part they're not opening the offices upstairs so people will primarily be working from home why does that matter well i mean i feel a little bit bad that everybody is holding target up like downtown hinges on you getting back to work because they've got to make a decision that's in the best interests of their employees and what they think is right but you know it's not what the downtown council wanted to hear because it is a lot of people and without still has to come first it does but it does but it again puts into question like you know when are we going to, you know, see the vibrancy return to yeah. downtown. But I, I think, you know, while obviously that's a big question, the bigger question at this point is just all of us in our whole, you know, everything. When is anything going to return to normal? Because things keep changing. So, you know, you've just got to roll with the punches. Yes. In all ways. Yes, indeed. Um. So also, oh, now I can't get to the story. Um. Another, and we won't be... Uh, uh, Bloomberg is telling me that I'm out. What of, are you? Uh, what is it that you're trying to? I was talk trying about? to get to that American Dream story because they have new financial woes this week too. And I have to say, I know that it's tied. American Dream. The reason why this matters here in Minnesota is because it's the Germazian family, which owns Mall of America, right? And, and they have issues. now attached the success of American Dream in New Jersey to Mall of America. So they yeah. kind of put a Mall they've of America issued, up for collateral. They've issued municipal bonds. They have a 75% pledge of sales tax receipts from purchases at the mall. Um, Triple Five Groups also sold $800 million of debt backed by payments the They're developers basically agreed to make. grasping yeah. to hold on. They're absolutely. 
Yeah. And, you know, I have to say that's a different sort of problem. I mean, you know, that mall after like a decade of people trying to get that super duper enormous mall built in New Jersey. And it was just it just feels like that project has been doomed from the start. From the beginning. And you you couldn't have written it in any more epic fashion. Like then it was a pandemic, like just as it was finally going to open, a pandemic takes it down. The only thing they did say is this month they reported 78 Point one million dollars in second quarter gross sales, which was a twenty seven point four percent increase compared with the first quarter. Hmm. So, um, and the mall was seventy six percent leased for three months, ending June thirtieth. So, maybe something. Yeah, and you know there are a couple because of their relationships with Mall of America, like Worker Bee. Local company here, they opened at American Dream. Oh, yeah. Um, because they've they've been so successful at Mall of America and still are. Um, and they say they're doing pretty well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people are going. People want to go out. So. But, um, yeah, it will be uh, interesting to see what happens. All right, we didn't quite get to the top uh, retail list. You can guess who's on it, and we will tell you for reals when we get back. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. I got to say, the rain is really welcome, right? It's, it's really. Weird. Did it wake you up? No. Oh, My wow. dog woke me up. Oh, it totally woke me up. Really, oh. with all the thunder and lightning? Yeah. It was so foreign. I didn't know. I know. Like, what are <laughs> these noises yeah. that we have not heard all yeah. summer long? Crazy. But we really need it. The lawns need it. And you know what? I mentally, like, I need the occasional rain day to, like, feel good about, like, staying nothing. home and getting organized. Oh, I, well, I need it to just feel like it's okay that I do nothing. You feel other like days... that's okay even on sunny days, let's be honest. Well, I, yes, but I feel a little guilty then. I see. On a rainy Little day, FOMO. I don't feel yeah. as, as guilty. We did, in fact, we actually did make a point to go outside to a patio last night, knowing that rain was in the forecast today. So oh. I had to see what all the fuss was about. Everybody's been talking about this Dukes on Seven. Yeah. So we drove out there. Now I have major dog guilt because I didn't bring. I I knew I kind you didn't of remembered when we went to another restaurant they own called I the, know, block. the Block. I I know because You're here's the bad dog. I am. <laughs> Well, now that I know, yeah. I would. And I got to say, I mean, Duke's on Seven, it is dog central. Really? Oh, my gosh. They even have like a dog house for the dogs oh. to hang out. I mean, it's pretty cute. And there were some like ton. There were tons of dogs There's not on that a patio. Lot of barking going on, though. Not and when I fighting was there. between no. dogs. What about the people? Are they fighting? No, okay. nobody was fighting. fighting. Everybody okay. was getting along fine and enjoying yeah. their slushies, which seems to be the drink of the summer. Yeah. Um, but my problem was they don't take reservations, so you have no idea how long a wait it's going right. to be. And I was like, if it ends up being a really long wait, we might decide to go somewhere else. And then we got the dog with us. Oh, so what are you going to do? Those, those are first but anyway, I would, they are. But I would bring them next time. It was it was very cute and nice to sit outside. It is a fun patio, and it's, and it has lots of space. It just oh. feels like big and roomy. Yeah, you don't feel crowded at all, and it is a fun place to take the dog. Okay. But um, National Retail Federation yes. is out with their list of the top 100 retailers based on sales. Okay, so this right. isn't most Billions popular. Of dollars right. Worth. So yeah. it's a, it's a, this is about sales. And this was during 2020. Mm, yes. Yes. 
Okay. Well, it's the 2021 list, right? But well, but it's, it's sales during 2020. Yes. It's for the complete so year. So I, I think you probably could, not surprising. No, the first they're the only one that's surprising. I mean, I guess being here, they're not so relevant to us. But just right. I think it emphasizes the fact that the thing we buy the most is food, obviously. And so number one, Walmart. We know that. Number two, Amazon. Let's just say Walmart number one by a lot. Yeah. So there were 430 billion in sales. Amazon Amazon was 187. Were you surprised at that? That there's that much difference? Yeah. I knew that, but it is still, yeah. Somehow everybody seems to make it sound like, you know, the whole world is Amazon. Right. And I guess it did surprise me a little. Right, that Walmart was that far ahead. But I think it speaks to the fact that, first of all, in a lot of the country, that's closer that yeah stores yeah a lot of people are still doing most of their shopping in person right and also walmart has really been stepping up there online yes and doing a lot for delivery and you know things like that so yeah. okay so then number three this was the one that i was like oh really the kroger company well that's because they're not Grocery. here i know but i'm just saying that they were that high up well, just surprised I me. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, Albertsons in the top ten. So two grocers in the top ten. Then you've got Home Depot, number four, number five, Costco. Now, I Costco wonder if and Home Depot were pretty much the same. I wonder if Sam's Club gets grouped in with Walmart. Oh, and if that could be that's a good question because I don't it. see them on the list. Yeah, Target comes in as number seven below Wal- Walgreens. After Walgreens yeah. is Target. Um, then CVS, Lowe's, um, Best you, Buy was number 14, which seemed pretty good. Apple yeah. was above. Apple was number 11 on this list. Were you surprised that Macy's was on there at 24? No, I mean, there's I mean, still, yeah. Um, of course, it's a big jump from Walmart at um, $430 billion to Macy's at seventeen billion, but I but did you notice that TJ Maxx? T, and they, they're called TJX companies because that includes Marshalls as well. They're above Macy's. Yes, they were. They were the top rank of apparel retailers. Yeah. TJ Maxx. Have was you the ever top heard ranking. of? Um, wait, I just lost it. Of H E Butt Grocery? Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you think that was a joke? Shop at a butt grocer. I I mean, I've never heard of that. I wonder where it is. Yeah, we'll have to yeah click on that one and see what it says. Okay. Um, The Gap manages to to still be relevant at number thirty seven. You know, Dick's, Nordstrom, the usual suspects. But it just interest is interesting to see. um, You know where they all come in. Um, H E Butt is headquartered in San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. And they have worldwide sales, retail sales. I don't know. So I would say um, there is only, I don't know if you looked all the way down, but there's only one real, I would say, like specialty retailer, kind of upscale specialty brand that makes this list. And I'm I'm not calling, considering Gap in the same, because I mean, Gap is big and it's a family of brands that are all included in their sales. So what would you guess it is that one specialty retailer? Well, I know. Lululemon. Lululemon. But Belk is... Comes a, in at 98. Yeah, I mean, Belk is a department store. That's a department store, but yeah, I'm saying... But, of, oh, like, this is spe- just really specialty. Lululemon yeah. is really the only like specialty apparel retailer that makes that list. Yeah, so, yeah there's a few on here that are... I mean, um, Guitar Center mm-hmm. and GameStop. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's interesting. But, Crazy. Well, um, speaking of Gap and their success... 
you really have to give credit to Athleta for being so smart. And I think they are just reveling in their smartness during these Olympic games. So do you remember, have you been, I mean, you're following Allison Felix. Absolutely. So fun to watch the track and field events and watch these superstar women, mothers. She is 35 years old. Right. She just won another medal. She's won 11. She's passed Carl Lewis now in the Isn't most medals. Isn't it crazy? So it's funny because it was 2019 when she spoke out about her the end of her relationship with Nike. And I, you know, I think the the story has kind of resurfaced and gotten a lot of attention obviously because she's in the spotlight right now. Right. So for those who haven't been following, basically Allison Felix was a Nike, I mean one of the most celebrated American track stars, um was a Nike athlete sponsored by Nike and then she wanted to have a baby. And they offered she asked her their permission. She had to seriously. They offered her it was time for her contract to be renegotiated. Mm -hmm. And I don't know exactly like was she pregnant then or just was planning to be. Anyway, they offered her 70% less than what she had been earning. And even then she said in this opinion piece that she wrote for the New York times, if that's what they think I'm worth now, I accept that. But then she said, I would like some um, assurance that if I give birth, my contract won't be contingent on my performance that obviously I'm going to have a few months off. I might not be at peak performance after having a baby. And they walked. They Nike, Nike. Who I mean, you think of as right, the most? You think inclusive. of Colin Kaepernick, and you think of them right. all the things that they do. And she even said and, that was why she went with right. Nike in the first place. But it it did cause them a month later. I mean, it was too late for her. But a month later, they came up with a new pay system right for women athletes and right. bonuses for um, 18 months around their and, pregnancy and real they didn't do it a month later they did it a month after she after, right, spoke right. out excuse me yes. she wrote an opinion piece in the new york times and basically just you know talked about her experience and how um her own nike pregnancy story so that was in 2019 we'll post a link to it and but then athleta scooped her up because yeah. what could be more on brand for athleta than a strong woman in her 30s who is a mom and is still winning gold medals. Absolutely. And so it's gotten a ton of play. And I mean, Athleta also has Simone Biles. Yes. I mean, it's just like they've been very smart. They've got to be patting themselves on the back. Oh my gosh. So smart. And I saw the cutest picture in one of the articles about Allison and her branding, um, Allison Felix. There was a picture of her. Did you see this? With her daughter? Where she's holding her adorable little daughter's hands and her daughter's wearing a shirt that says, my mom runs faster than your mom. And she's right. (laughs) She's absolutely right. Truer words never spoken. I I mean. So cute. Yeah. Her little girl's name's Cam. Cameron. Yeah. He's really I mean, cute. You know, I don't think anybody needs to to boycott Nike exactly because, I mean, they at least owned up to it right. and they have made changes. And that is largely due to Allison Felix being willing to speak out. But it is just a little crazy to think that in and, 2019. Right. And I loved she posted a picture of herself on Instagram mm-hmm. um, last month with all the medals, those heavy medals around her neck and showing her scar from her C-section. Mm. And it's wonderful yeah. because, you know, I mean, 
it's a normal part of life. Absolutely. And, um, you shouldn't be penalized, obviously, when you are so good. She no, has her not. own brand now. Too, Allison shoes. Felix does. Yes, that, that is that the one with Athleta that we talked it's, about. It's called. Uh, yeah, I think she has developed it with them. Although it's called, I don't know how to say it. S a y s h sash. That she has designed um, these shoes for and by women, racing spikes as well as lifestyle sneakers. Cool. Yeah, so, I think yeah. we talked. Yeah, if this is what I'm thinking of, we talked about how Athleta was dipping into shoes for the first yeah. time because of this partnership. Makes yep. so much sense. And then did you also see that um earlier this month, but again, you know, getting a lot of play now because of the Olympics, Athleta announced a um first of its kind childcare grant program for athlete moms. Oh, right. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Um, and so it's a $200,000 fund to help pay childcare yeah. costs for moms who are traveling to competitions right. to compete. She said, I mean, you, she wants her family with her, but you've got to have childcare. Yep. And many of these athletes can't afford it. Yep. So Allison Felix is, I mean, and it's so, it's so nice to see that, I mean, these partnerships are more than just a way to cash in. And she said, you know, it was important for me and to Athleta that our partnership re- Partnership reflects that I am more than just an athlete. Absolutely. And so um, she is being able to use her voice and her gold and everything else yeah, to great. really get things done and to support mom athletes everywhere. And I mean, it really does make me just like Athleta all the more. Absolutely. Really, really you, smart. You want to support them. Yes. Smart and on brand. Speaking of which, Best Buy did something this week that might make you want to support them as well. We'll tell you about that a little later because when we get back it's time for whose look is it anyway and lady gaga's taking up a lot of space <laughs> thanks for tuning in you're listening to shop girls on my talk 1071 i'm ali kaplan with my mom harmony well you know a lot of us kind of uh tone things down during the summer we go more casual it's all flip-flops and shorts mm-hmm. not Our friend Lady Gaga, Mm -mm. she decided her summer persona was going to be all glam all the time. And you know there are literal conversations and meetings that happen around, you know, what the look is going to be. Because when she embraces a look, she embraces a look. She does. And carries it out for a long time. So how are you feeling about... We're not doing theme music. I was waiting. (gasps) Oh, I totally (laughs) forgot. I was so excited to talk about it. I'm sure Rachel's wondering too. It's time for whose look is it anyway? I can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Doesn't make you feel so sorry. More. We need to put everyone in the right mindset. Are you guys do. there? You're there now? Okay, good. Good, good, okay. good. So here's the thing. Lady Gaga's been in New York because she and Tony Bennett did a concert. I'm not sure if it was more than one this week at Radio City Music Hall. Mm-hmm. It's his swan song. He mm-hmm. has Alzheimer's and somehow he's able to remember words to songs. Isn't that so amazing? It's just incredible. I love their relationship. I do too. I love how much she loves him. Yes. And- I haven't read about the concert yet, yeah. I, but I think they happened. But she obviously, before leaving for New York for the week of rehearsals and all, she didn't just throw things into a suitcase. Oh my God, right? <laughs> I mean, you think you spend a while oh, packing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> my favorite outfit of all, and we have to post it, is a Valentino number. Okay. In purple. Mm-hmm. It is, they called it in Vogue, 
a sculptured, let's see what, a cape dress sans armholes. Mm-hmm. There are no armholes. It just goes straight, you know, from the shoulders down to just barely covering the hoo-ha. <laughs> and along with this beautiful shade of purple um, of this cape dress, on her head, she has a giant, like, purple feathered hat. Plumage. It just looks like plumage. With this, she has yellow leather gloves on. Um, you can't see her shoes in in this outfit. I, so I'm not quite sure what she has. Where are you looking? Because I'm looking on, at a rundown of her Vogue. whole week from... Oh, I'm looking at Glamour. Right, Sorry. But I'm looking on Vogue. Okay. Our, all her other outfits are on uh, in Glamour. Mm-hmm. But this one really stands out. Yeah. But then there are certainly many others I as well. I just want to take a moment for the leg muscle it must take to stand in those insane platforms. Well, and she has them yes. in black patent and white. Well, you've got to have your basics. But these are not like platforms the way you and I think about them. No, think no, about no. the craziest platform They're nine inches. you've ever seen. Yes, and then add three times to it. The, the platform themselves... Not the heels. The platform is nine inches, and she wears these like all around town. She wears them like, like I wear my shoes. sneakers. Literally, there is an outfit that she's wearing from this last week, which is a. It's basically like a glorified sports bra. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, a very, workout outfit. It's a, it's a workout outfit, matching shade of like a light blue, yep. and then she's got on these platform heels in white, and they lace all the way up. Huge, her calf. huge, and then she's got this tiny little purse. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I love everything about this. I love how she just embraces the persona. And literally, you know, she was just thinking, okay, this is about Tony Bennett. This is about old Hollywood. And this is my interpretation of how it's going to be. But I do think there are some takeaways, you know, some trends that we will see. Oh, yes. The the dress, the mini, she did wear several mini dresses. And the one that, um, you know, had, it almost reminded me of like a... um, an RGB collar, you know, one of her um, collars. Uh, oh, yes. You know, the kind yes, of like the, lace. Right. Look, you know, she had a, a, it was kind of a tailored blue, navy blue dress. RBG, that's why you threw me. Okay, yeah. RBG. Yes, um, <laughs> with, a, with, a, with Ginsburg, with a um, collar and then buttons. I yeah. think that, you know, I think her looks she overall, had, they're, they're actually quite tailored. She had, I was going to say, she wore some things that were, Really lovely dresses, but then and she had a, a, a pantsuit that was a double-breasted. Um, it was a striped suit, and it was a double-breasted jacket, yes, long yes. sort of fuller pant. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing she had a gown that I really did like. That was a quilted um, Christopher John Rogers gown. Mm-hmm. It's strapless, and then the it's tight at the waist, and then it just kind of goes out from there. And is very full and then gets narrower as it gets down to her mega platform shoes Mm -hmm. that she's wearing. I mean, she certainly had fun with it. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I I love it. I love her style. Can we talk for a moment? First of all, Sarah Jessica Parker, I don't, do you follow her on Instagram? I don't. Oh, I? I think you should. Okay. She is doing such a um, social media marketer's dream at teasing out oh, the fruit. return of oh, Sex and the City. Yeah. She posted yesterday like that, as it's a called. photo of her embracing Mr. Big. 
and sing. And it just said it was just a picture of the two of them together on set in a in a lovely warm embrace. They're both smiling broadly. And she said, I bet they're going out late tonight. XOSJP. That's so cute. However, the yes. word is they're getting divorced on the show. I heard that. I hate I to heard hate that. to burst anyone's bubble. I know, I know. But anyway, I think she's doing a great job of yes. teasing it out. And yeah. she fully understands what that I hope the sh- I hope the show will live up to all. Yeah, what it means to a lot of people. But yeah. meanwhile, in her real life, where she's always making fashion news, the big deal is ready for it? Gray jeans. Well, but here's the thing, and I don't know if you remember, because you have a lot on your plate. We actually did some months ago even talk about the fact that that was a big deal because she was wearing gray jeans. Now they're making even more of a deal about it because not only did she wear them once, she's worn them a number of times. Oh, my god! no one in the world would wear gray jeans. Well, <laughs> huh? Why not? Okay, well, there's that. I don't know why gray jeans seem to be so divisive. I and didn't some, think they were. I mean, I've always kind of liked gray yeah. jeans. And I will say I have a pair that I haven't worn in a long time. Probably because I'm not positive if I can still button oh, them. Oh, don't but, talk about that. I don't want to go into that right now. But, but I don't know. I've always liked gray as an alternative. This Kind of the same way that I yeah. embrace white jeans in the summer but anyway she's been going for like a you know the same way that we talk about the canadian tuxedo when you wear denim on denim she's been doing like gray on gray gray top with yeah, gray jeans i mean I think what's it looks really cute i don't know i don't but either. I like it i kind of like it and they almost look sort of like a hybrid jogger jean you think with the a big cuff yeah, yeah i don't know i'm all about it i, I would take sjb's closet in a heartbeat i wanted be real good yeah. with that you wanted what? Oh, I, it, we don't have time, but I wanted to talk about the Rouge dresses. But maybe we we'll can get do to that. that. We can do that, and we'll take your questions. So get ready to give us a call right after the news.